everyone, Dave and Jeff doing a special podcast for you as we head into Christmas week. I guess a lot of things will happen by the time we come back on, correct? Yeah. It's except, up to you when you want to go back on. I'm not going out of town. Yeah, except for there won't be shit done by the Padres. <laughs> How the fuck do the Angels go out and sign Matt Harvey to a one-year deal for $11 million who can come in and help the team immediately in 2019? I mean, he's actually going to pitch this year. It's, that's what you're telling me? Well, that's what they're claiming. I mean, come on. <laughs> How often does that happen? Signing a guy to a contract and he's going to actually play this year? That's, yeah. It's crazy talk. <laughs> it's bullshit. Jesus. But the Padres were like, hey, screw you. We're going to spend $4 million more and we're going to have a guy ready by May 2020. So now what? Artie? <laughs> Arte? Uh, yeah, I looked at that deal today. I go, wouldn't that have made more sense? Well, also look at it this way. If you want to make a hurt a little bit more. Yeah. Kinsler was an angel last year. They said, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right. Garrett Richards was an angel for years. They said, get out of here. Yeah. So we'll just go down to San Diego and retire down there. Yeah. It's like over Jared and over Weaver. Again. Yeah. It's the whole. Yeah. It's like Jared Weaver. It's yeah. the same shit over and over again. Uh, it, you said it that day. I'm going to cut you off right there, but I was thinking about this all day long because you said it the other day. I've said it before as, as well. AJ would have been better off if he was the scouting director mm -hmm. because right now he hasn't proven anything at the major league level to show he's going to help us get wins and get out of second to last place. It, I, I just, I see that deal today and it makes me really, really frustrated because I go, I, I don't feel like anything's being done and, and I get it. Believe me, I get it. We're in December and impact moves are made. Sometimes, as we saw with Hosmer, when guys have already reported. Yeah. Well, thank but, God we waited on that one. Woo! <laughs> um, but there really is nothing going on that is getting me fired up for 2019. And I don't know what the mindset is down there. I like all those guys. I, is there any sense of urgency down there on Tony Gwynn Drive? Like, is there any sense of urgency from, from Pete... From Ron to Tom, Eric Gruppner, Wayne Partello, A.J. Preller, is there any sense of urgency that – did anybody remember how last season ended? It was garbage. And I would just like if they said, you know what, guys? We're, we're going to actually put the foot down a little bit more on the gas pedal this year. And again, Dave, maybe we see a flurry of moves – in Why do you say that? And there are never a flurry of moves, except for that one crazy month in right. 2014. I just uh, I, I just look at it and I go, God, like <laughs> nobody cares. Okay, so here's the guy you point the finger at. Uh -huh. It's Ron Fowler. It's 100% yeah. Ron Fowler. Yeah. Because Ron can easily call a meeting tomorrow and say, look, I want everybody in my office at 8 a.m. I'm going to show up at 9, but you're going to sit there and look at each other. Yeah. And, and be on edge, not knowing when I'm going to walk in. Yeah. Here's the deal. I'm going to walk in and I'm going to tell you guys it's my money, it's my team, and this is how I want you to spend it. Now, you fucking go ahead and spend my money the way we're competitive the best we can. If it's not this year, you better give me a time frame before I drop dead because I'm an well, old man that is very competitive. It's done big things in this town, and this is unacceptable. And that's what Ron Fowler needs to do if he actually cares about winning. And he's not pulling the, I'm the businessman guy, and I'm going to pocket as much money as I can, and I'm going to leave it to my family members when it's all said and done. They should lose some money in 19. They should lose some money in 20. 
Because if things are going to plan, then they should start making money in 21 and 22 and 23 and 24. But for people that have been loyal to that team, you better give me something to watch <clears throat> other than Austin Hedges and Hosmer and Urias. Perella. Well, they figure once the uh, Kinsler deal's done, what Perella be gone. He thought he was going to make it through Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Margot. Andy Green. I like how everybody freaks out that when Framil Reyes comes out and says, we're going to win a championship. Okay. In what? Air hockey? <laughs> Air hockey championship. Stick hockey? Yeah. Why does everybody freak out? Name one thing that guy's ever told you. He said, when if he says it, then it must be legit. Uh, Look, yeah. they all better go to spring training believing they're going to win. Yeah. To sit there and say it, you just sound like an ass. I, again, we go through this almost every day. All right? It's the same thing. You know what it is? Because the fans have a lot of have a lot of attention towards it because it's a break from their regular lives and they're, and they're excited about it. But look, just like you said, last year ended terribly. So we're going to take four well, months off and come back with the same horse shit and think we're expecting a different result? You won't. You won't get a different result. What's bugging me about the approach down there is they're feeling like right now this town is primed for the Padres to steal the headlines because you have everybody complaining about what happened with the NFL. And instead... Like everything else that has ever happened in this town, they want it given to them by default. It's what cost us the NFL team because the NFL team thought everything should be given to them by default. It's probably what cost us an NBA team because they felt like everything should just be given to them by default. And it's the same goddamn approach with the baseball team that they feel like everything should just be given to them, that we should just immediately be carrying those guys up and down the blocks of the gas lamp because they've stayed here. Even though neither one of the current owners had anything to do with Petco Park. And instead of saying, you know what, Dave, in that board meeting that you're talking about, yep. are we paying attention to the culture, to the, to the heartbeat of the sports scene because people are angry and they're frustrated and they need something. They are dying. They are in quicksand and they are dying. Why don't we just fucking throw them a bone for Christ's sake? We haven't done anything in 10 fucking years on this team. We haven't done shit. Yes. And good. I get that you made the stadium improvements and we appreciate every one of those sincerely. But now improve the fucking product on the field, starting with that horseshit pitching staff. And don't tell me about Eric Lauer. Bullshit. Bull fucking shit. Come on. Give me a break. For Christ's sake, Lee Leonard died today. Don't insult my fucking intelligence on the day that Lee Leonard died, mister. It ain't going to fly. Who now, died? Lee Leonard, first anchor on ESPN Sports Center. I didn't even know. I thought it was George Grand. He was there, too, but Lee <laughs> Leonard was the first guy. Come on. You give a Lee Leonard more props than Penny Marshall? Oh, that was sad today. Yeah. It's like poor Farrah Fawcett died when Michael Jackson died. <clears throat> Nobody remembered. Nope. Nope. But, Dave, for me, it's like, go out and make a couple of moves. Can, and yes. now, look, the uh, funniest fucking thing right here that would shut me up, and I would come in here. Go ahead. And I would say, holy fuck, did they kick us right in our little nuts? Yes. Is if they actually did make a move for Harper. Or if they made a deal for uh, uh, 
Real Muto. The the fucking yeah. catcher. I fucked that kid's name up all real Re, Re, uh, Real Muto. Real Muto. Even, even though I'm probably giving it too much Latin in there. It's probably not even that much. No, I know. It's but like we all Mike did Giovanna. Yeah. <laughs> right. Remember that day yeah. when I fucked up Mike's name? It's Mike D. Giovanna. Yes. Couldn't say his fucking name to save my life. Now, if they went out and make that move in the next two weeks, I'll be like, God, okay. Okay, here, okay. Let's say they do that. Let's say yeah. the miracle happens. All right, here we go. Miracle on Tony Gwynn Drive. Bryce Harper comes to the San Diego Padres. So right. now, how does that change what your plan is for this organization? Who gives a shit? Well, my it's point great. is, no, my point is, Bryce Harper means we're players. Right. Okay, that means we're talking now. So what right. are you surrounding Bryce Harper with is my point. So if they were to go out and do exactly what so many Padre fans want, and be honest, every single one of you Padre fans would love to see Bryce Harper in a Padre uniform. There's not yeah. a team in baseball that wouldn't dream of having Bryce Harper on their team. Okay? Mm-hmm. He comes to the Padres. Don't tell me you're going to fall in love with every one of these goddamn minor league players. You now need to surround Bryce Harper with talent to yeah. take really a chance of winning right now. Stop falling in love with the minor league guys. And go out and do everything you could. If that's what, what's going to happen. My biggest complaint right now with Padre Baseball, give me a year. I just want to hear management say what is the year. I asked you what the year was. Yeah. What you say doesn't fucking matter. What I say doesn't matter. But I need A.J. Preller to tell me what is your year and stand by it. And if you don't get it by this year, you're a failure. Yeah, you're out. Yeah, give me a year. Put yeah. your job on the line for all of us to see because we can't figure it out. Yeah, I, I would like it. If they go out and make a deal, right, Syndergaard, although Syndergaard's off the market. It, it, I, and that's what the Mets have said. That's what I was trying yeah. to tell you two weeks ago. I didn't know shit. Some guy with the Mets told me that. Yeah. He said, guys, yeah. they're trying to win right now, and everything that guy told me is 100% right when you look at the moves they're making. The Mets are trying to win right now. I hate this guy in ESPN right now. I hate that guy. Just letting you know. What is he, nine with a beard? Dude, that guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> that guy was bizarre looking. <laughs> that guy looked like his mom Leisure and dad pride. were brother and sister. That, that guy, guy had some weird genetics going on in that face. Yeah, that guy looked like he has leisure fryer on his phone. Yeah. That guy's bizarre. That guy looks like the, I know people have no idea what the hell we're talking no, about. but I'm but distracted. He looks like that guy in the movie Scarface that has the mask that's dancing around with the big hat and the top hat that gets shot in the restaurant. He looks like the fucking guy playing the banjo in Deliverance. <laughs> that's the guy. You see those eyes? Wow. God damn, that just stopped me in my tracks. I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. Christmas lights? <laughs> Are we talking about Burl Lives? I lost my mind right there. That's funny. I'm just, I'm, I'm so frustrated by this team, and I understand, you know, here's the, I guess David boils down to, I, I've had enough with the bullshit of the patience will pay off. When? Good, I'm glad you said that. When? All I know is the Red Sox won the World Series, and they're making moves to improve. The Cubs are making moves to improve. This year? Yeah. That's signing guys that are coming back from fucking diverticulitis. <laughs> that went from 200 pounds to 111. But we feel like with the Jack LaLanne workout program and some protein powder. And a chair. And a chair. Jack LaLanne pulled out the chair. <laughs> yeah. And some swimming through Coronado that they're going to be back up to a healthy 165. Yes. Holy shit. And everybody in this town just nods. Free pass. Oh. oh, okay. That sounds good. Okay, now, do they not at the same time free pass because we've accepted two below-average football teams and we've accepted other sports here that aren't at a major national level that no matter what the Padres do, they're still better than anything else we're offering in no sports? No idea. It's all individual, all individual case basis. When you think of Padre fan base, okay, mm-hmm. taking yourself out of it, 
Mm-hmm. The guys that we, we communicate through Twitter and we read every single day, who's the first guy that jumps in your head? Uh, Pete and Point Loma. Is he really? Yeah. For me, it's a miserable Padre fan. Well, I love that kid. And because he, he although does, he said he was going to egg both our yeah. cards today. <laughs> he did. But he, he loves that team. Yeah. And my point is, if the Padres don't do anything from this point on, all the way to spring training, mm-hmm. he's going to be fired up, like so many other Padre fans going into spring training. And he's going to try and, try and talk himself into why this year is going to be great, like Ernie Martinez is going to do and everyone else. Yeah. And nothing had changed. But yet you just told me five minutes ago, did you see the way the season ended? It was a nightmare. And Terrible. nothing's going to change going towards the future. No. You got to do something. You got to no, do something. The only thing that's happened to change anything is that uh, Mark McGuire is gone and uh, and you cock block Josh Lewin. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Big off-season move. Was Big off-season move. You cock block fucking Lewin. What do you fucking do? Look, you already should finish ahead of the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks have gotten rid of everybody, yeah. okay? So the Diamondbacks are gone. The Dodgers and Rockies are your only competition. The Giants don't know what the hell they're doing either. The Giants are looking at Troy Tulowitzki. Oh, God. They're looking at Tulowitzki yeah. and Longoria on the left side East, of their infield. I saw East Village Times right today. Should the pods look at Tulowitzki? No. For what? Where? He can't fucking run and he can't fucking hit. Oh, you know what? Shit. Probably bat third on this team. <laughs> Be a captain. Probably be the all-star representative in 206. From the San Diego Padres shortstop hitting 206 with one home run, Troy Tulowitzki. (laughs) The one home run. Wave your hat, Troy. Troy. Uh, Also from the San Diego Padres, from the bullpen, 57-year-old Gene Walter. Bring him back. Fucking team. God, I want to throw a fucking bottle through the goddamn window. And all you fucks just sitting there taking it. Hey, hey, cal- hey, calm down. In a couple of years, what are you going to do next year? Fucking Urias hits 208. Oh, shit. And gets plantar fasciitis. <laughs> Splints. Yes, what's going to happen? Well, have you ever been mad enough? You just took a bottle and gun it through a window like you just said. I'm so nope. mad. I want to cut a bottle through a window. Uh, no. I, I just, Dave, I just feel like we've all. You're right. Tulowitzki can't play. Before anyone, no joke, sends yeah. us any messages tomorrow. No. The guy's 33 years old. Could barely play last year. He's all I've, broken down. I've just hit the wall on, hey, next year is going to be great. I've just hit the fucking wall on it. And I feel like they're doing nothing. And again, it's early. You know what would make me happy? Yeah. I saw a tweet today. From somebody I've never seen tweet before. When I checked around to find out if there was any truth to it at all, I saw a random tweet today that Will Myers' locker had been Yeah, I saw that too. Now, what I also saw is that the Braves might be a player for Will Myers. And like one of the rumors I saw, and again, it was from, who knows, six degrees of separation, Probably fucking Will Smith's neighbor. I don't know who the fuck it was. And some guy said it would be like Will Myers and $10 million to the Braves. And I just glazed over. I just started hearing Dreamweaver in my head. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell they were getting in return. But I was like, if if all it took was Myers and throw in $10 million, I'd make that deal absolutely in a minute. Here's the deal with Myers, why I'm telling you you can move this guy, is there's going to be another team that sees the talent we've all seen 
and will think things will be different with with him on our organization. In our organization, he'd be a different guy. Yeah, probably Everyone, be the twins. Because honestly, when you look at the guy, we've said this before. There's no reason why he shouldn't be crazy successful, but he's just not. He just doesn't act like he cares. And, and you know who no he effort. reminds me of? If he went to the Red Sox, don't you think he'd be a different guy? Nope. Think he's the same. He's Ruben back. Rivera. He's he's not that dumb. Do you think he's that dumb? Oh. Or just doesn't care. I guarantee you, when I'm on Millionaire, who wants yeah. to be a millionaire? And I got a question about biophysics, which I'm pretty good in. Yeah, it is a pretty good. But if I need just backup. for you, yes. Uh, and I'm trying to think of who will be hosting the show. Probably Peter Scaleri. <laughs> Jeff, who's your lifeline? Well, Peter, I tell you what, I'm really, really stoked right here to help me with this question. He plays first, he catches, he's the third baseman, he's the lefty, he's the right fielder, uh, but currently he's on the 60-day DL yeah. with a ruptured spleen. But uh, it's a great pleasure to have Will Myers here. Will Myers. Doot, doot, doot. That'd just be crickets because I don't know how to do a crickets noise. Hey, Will, we have a basic question for you. In the Beverly Hillbillies, what was the attractive woman's name? Uh, Granny? <laughs> eh. Sorry, Jeff, you're out. Take your check for $145 in your fucking dipshit buddy over there. It wasn't Granny? Granny? Oh, get out of here. The day they moved that guy... That, to me, he right now is Chris Brown on this team. Like, there were people in 12 that hated Headley, could not wait for Chase Headley to be out. Yeah. I never had that vibe about Headley. But Chris Brown was one of those guys, trying to think of others, that you just had to get him the fuck out of here. And uh, Brown, and to me, Myers is that, what? Dude, bro, what? Get him the fuck out of here. Get him the now. fuck out of here. It's it's funny. I'm looking at this team from last year right now, and I'm going, okay, who would you you'd be excited about? They're just throwing a lot of guys, of course, as you know. Hosmer had a crazy disappointing year. You have to believe he has a better year. Has to be much yeah. better than he was this past year. It was, it was one of the worst in his entire career, especially after he made all the money. Even his defense disappeared, which is really strange. That guy was a gold glove first baseman, all of a sudden couldn't play first the way he used to. When it wasn't like your eyes should have gone, you're only 32 years old. You right. know what I mean? He's still a guy that, that should be absolutely fine. But you're looking at this roster. When I throw these names at you at the time, you, you go, okay, those are our guys. But now that some of these guys are gone, you're like, God, what the fuck? You know what yeah. I'm saying? You look, you, you, even going to, to A.J. Ellis or Spangenberg or, or, or Janikowski or, you know, Janikowski, yeah. excuse me, Travis Jankowski. And you, even the guys we got excited about when they came here, Mejia is a weird guy because he seems like he should probably be a DH already. Mm-hmm. Right, not a good left fielder, not a good catcher. Yeah, can't. catch. But we were excited when they acquired him because we've heard great things about his bat. And but he can't still catch like and he can't play left prospect. field. And he's still yeah. listed as a major prospect, as you mentioned. Uh, Urias struggled hitting two hundred eight when he first came up. But yeah, again, I mean, yeah. But but that's I'm, I'm not, not trashing him. I'm saying give him a chance. That's why I didn't yeah. understand the Kinsler move because I said let's ride or die with this guy. Let's yeah, see what happens. Put him in right now. Let's see what happens. Let him know that you aren't coming out immediately if you suck. Yeah. But I feel like they, that was last year for Margot, right? We said last year, I remember doing this show last year, saying, look, at the end of the day, you're bringing in three guys this year. It's going to be Hedges, 
it's going to be Margot and it's going to be Renfro. And at the end of the year, you should have an idea if one or two of these guys can play every day. And then the third guy may be a guy that you move. Yeah. And I feel like they did feel that. And they feel like right now we could probably move Hedges and we could probably move Margot. Where are you with Hunter Renfro? Guy's going to be 27 years old. Yeah, I'm still hanging with him. Why not, right? Yeah, I'm still hanging with him. I mean, you got to have somebody in the middle of the lineup that can hit the ball. 26 home runs. Yeah. 248, 26 home runs. I'm not, I'm not worried about the 248. Um, so, but by the way, that 26 home runs was only 117 games. Yeah. Just like I, I, my prediction for him was 40 home runs last year. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I, I would stay with this guy. Just get, I think Hunter Renfro and Andy Green hate each other. I think a lot of guys, it feels like, hate Andy Green. Uh, just, just run old, right? Yeah. The, the act is run old. Yeah. Like, for me, what I would have liked to see was Hosmer, Urias. Remember, Tatis got jammed up with that thumb, So I, but assuming he's healthy in spring training, let Haas, uh, excuse me, let Tatis come right now. There is not anything fucking going on yeah. in 2019. Let this dude come up and find his way. Third baseman, find your guy, right? Yeah. Big fucking blank over there at third base. Margot would be moved out for me. It'd be Renfro, and it would be uh, maybe Reyes in left. or My- I-, I would have Myers in left. Okay. okay. I would. I'd For now, I'd have Myers in left. And then uh, and then figure out in center field. To me, Jankowski's a perfect... I mean, in, in this situation, Jankowski's probably your five, right? Because whoever Reyes or... Uh, or Renfro, who's not in your lineup, is going to be your four. Okay, I'm going to throw this one at you. You tell me mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm crazy. I'm going to go, my outfield is going to go with this. I'm going to go, corner guys are going to be power guys. All right, I'm going to go Reyes and left. I'm going to go with Renfro and right, uh-huh. or what vice versa, but I prefer sure. Renfro and right. I'm going to go back to Will Myers back in center field. Oh, he was a fucking disaster. And I'm going back to him until he just breaks down, like a car that, you know, is going to blow, <laughs> but you throw him in the race he, anyway. He was a where wreck else? in center field. He's been a wreck every fucking where you put yeah. him. Honestly, wherever you put him, we go, that's a good position for this guy. Yeah, He's been a wreck everywhere. He's a dopey dope. But at least if I wouldn't you, put him in center. If you want those three guys, okay? Yeah. Okay, you can take him out. You can put Franchi Cordero in there. I don't care the fuck you put out there. You put those three guys there, at least those guys all have the ability to knock the ball out of the park every time they come up to bat. Yeah. It changes your offensive lineup. But three guys that can knock the ball out right. of it every single time. Right. And doing it your way, your your hole as far as not knowing going into spring training who it is, is you just don't know your third baseman's going to be. No. But you go to T. Don't even talk to me about Kinsler is the way I feel. Right. Kinsler's Chase Utley, what he was on the Dodgers. He's your bench guy that if you right. throw him in on a Sunday or a Thursday game, that's what he is. Yeah, I mean, He's you paying under- him too much money. Yeah, you understand that Urias and Tatis have not played a 162-game yeah. season, and now you have the ability with Kinsler a couple of days a week, right, to yep. fucking play second, and then when uh, on that day Tatis is in, and then or move Urias over to short, whatever, fucking move it around where you give him a break to do it and, and just kind of say to those guys, look, this is your chance. But kind of like we've done with catchers, right? You're going to play 120 games each. Yep. And that means uh, that Kinsler is going to play about 80 games. Fuck it. That's fine with me. Really? I I just think. And then catching? I mean, are you going to go Mejia? God, yeah. man. I just, you talk to guys. They can't catch a cold. Boy, they say it's really bad. Yeah. 
I mean, really bad defensively. And I would say that if I'm a guy pitching and I'm already shaky, I'm part of a shaky rotation, and the two slapdicks next to me, Lucchese and Lauer, get to pitch to Hedges, who's pretty strong defensively, and then I get fucking uh, Mo Howard back there. And what the hell's going on here? What's this shit? You fucking <laughs> racist? Yeah, right? I mean, I just... I think to me, Dave, the biggest frustration is yeah. in the rotation. Because Clayton Richard jumps right into the top of your head and going, why is this guy on the team? Yeah. Yeah. I yep. mean, for me, I look at it and go, if Lucchese was a five, right? Yes. Lucchese's a five, and shit, I'll tell you what, I'll even change this. Go ahead. I'm, Clayton, look, I'm looking at it right now. Clayton Richards, you're five. Okay. Clayton Richards, yeah, going to be four. 35 years old next year. Yeah, Lucchese may be your three. Lauer is your four. But give me something decent at one and two. I would have taken Matt Harvey today. I would have taken Matt Harvey over taken Garrett Richards. I would have taken Matt Richard, Harvey, too. Over Garrett Richards yep. at that deal. I kind of like Matt Harvey at Petco. And a one-year deal at $11 million. That, to me, makes sense. Because now you've set the table for Paddock, for Gore, for Espinosa, everything else. You got a bridge guy, a one-year bridge guy at $11 million that will come in, will sell some fucking tickets. And if he does anything for you and you aren't you're competing, gone. you sit there and you trade him off this summer and he gets Goodbye. something in return. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. But when I look at guys like Clayton Richard and I'm like, God dang it, dude. Second Mitchell. tour with the pods, Brian Mitchell. Yeah. Fuck. Is Perdomo still around? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't even know. 25 years old. Yeah. Live arm. Yeah. Robbie Erlin. Robbie Erlin. Right. Stevie Wood's demise. Robbie Erlin's yeah. still here. I just, uh, that's the kind of shit that yeah. frustrates me. It does. And again, I think you pointed out right from the very beginning when you said, remember how the season ended. So all the people that sit there and go, I'm okay with it. You shouldn't be okay with it because nothing's going to change. The only team that has gotten dramatically worse since the season ended, it's the Diamondbacks. Yeah. That's it. You finished last. You, maybe you're going to pass one team. That's not good enough. Man, I drove home last night. I've had MLB radio on for about two weeks straight because I'm listening for our team, and I'm listening. I really don't have that much interest in Machado, um, but I like hearing about Harper. And when I talked about Harper coming to San Diego, really, my own personal feeling, I put that at about 5%. And and that's not hoping for the worst, you know, like like expecting the worst, hoping for the best. I legitimately put it at 5%. And when you drive home last night, as I did, and you hear the two guys on MLB radio go, look, he's going to the Dodgers. They think Harper's going to the mm -hmm. Dodgers. I've heard that today again, too. I both guys. Wow. I tell you what, both both guys? Both guys said last night. Okay, I, meant, I thought you meant both like Machado no, and Harper. No, no, okay, yeah. no. No, they're done with Machado. Okay, yeah, they're done with Machado. Okay, so both guys said that, and I heard... And it was Casey Stearns, who I like on okay. MLB Radio. Does a good job. I heard someone else say that, too, that, that Harper to the Dodgers. I think I said he yesterday. I go wishy-washy on this thing. I said Giants, don't be surprised. I don't but, think so. But, okay, here you go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change this up on you from what I went with yesterday. Even though people are saying Dodgers now... I'm going to say Harper to the Phillies, and I'm going to say Machado to the White Sox. Boy, I thought these guys made a great point last night. I thought they said something last night on MLB radio, Casey Stearns, and I don't know who the other guy was, 
But I, I hadn't really thought of it this way until they broke it down. I go, fuck. That, that's what, what did they say? What did they say? They said they don't think Harper wants any part of being in Philadelphia and being a part of that shit. Wow. That's what, because well, they said. It's because his family is West Coast? I just think the whole Philadelphia persona yeah. and being the money that comes with that. You see, I was talking to Hoskins today or yesterday. You know, as far as the Philadelphia, you look at a left-handed power bat, a right-handed power bat in the lineup, asked about what the Phillies were like. Who knows all those rumors? Well, I will say what you're saying real quick because yeah. if people go, we throw a lot of things out there. When it's MLB radio, that means they're getting stuff that MLB is feeding them. It was funny the I mean, way it's they- it's probably legit. The, I thought the scenario that they painted last night was really good. And they said the Phillies were ready and have been ready with the checkbook where if Scott Boros calls and says, look, here's the number. Yeah. It sure feels like the Phillies are ready to match it. And one of the guys said, if Philly had a legit uh, chance, then it would have made perfect sense to do it last week in Vegas when Harper is there with his wife. Yeah. And you can do that. His hometown. His hometown. You can sign the deal. Everybody's there. The whole deal. And they said last night, their words, not mine. I don't think Harper wants to be in Philadelphia. I don't think he wants any part of that because. I wouldn't want to be in Philadelphia either. Would you? Uh, not at that money. Yeah. I mean, would you want to be in Philadelphia? I mean, I love this city. Ah, it's a dump. What? It's a dump. When's the last time you were in Philly? Dude, you better... I've seen Invincible three times, asshole. Uh, well... And Rocky a bunch of times. Okay. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck yeah! If if it's that, but I I listen to that and I go shit, man. You're three hundred thirty million dollar guy, and all of a sudden, for some reason, in the middle of May, yeah. Let's just say you have an Eric Hosmer type year. Holy shit, Hosmer surfed. He he windsurfed through the entire season. He did. Nobody said shit. He might as well have been down at Point Loma swimming with the dolphins. Nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> but if that happened to Bryce Harper in Philadelphia, yeah. they're cutting your fucking nuts That's off. That's true. And jamming him down your throat. Do you think Bryce, though, from the time you, you've heard about Bryce since he was 16 years old? I mean, he was LeBron James when he was in high school. Yeah. The time, Everything you've heard about Bryce Harper, that he's very aware about the history of the game. He, he need, knows that he needs to win a championship before his career is over. Right, he's one of those guys that talked about the house that Ruth built, and he wanted to be a Yankee his entire life. It just happens to be right now. There's no room for him with the Yankees. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think the point that they were making about the Dodgers made a lot of sense. That's interesting. See, I don't think so, Dave, with him with the Giants, because I think the Giants are gonna are gonna scale that thing down. I really do. I think uh, the argument I I made for them. Last night we won three. We want to win three more, but we're not going to do it with what we and have. And Boach's right now. contract runs out after this year. Uh huh. So you just say it. Tell Boach, look, we're going to go with nothing. We're going to rebuild this thing because we've got a new GM. Yep. He's done it before every other place he's been. He's done it with the Rays. He's done it with the Dodgers. And guess what? This is the plan that works for him. We're I'll gonna, let Boach we're, go. We're going to let you go after this. You can write it out, but we're going to let you go after this season. And, and then I do everything I can if I'm Ron Fowler to bring Boach back here. I bring uh, I Butch like, back I like here. It a lot. I like it a lot. Bring him home. Yeah. 
I, I, I think you, I think you will have an opportunity to get Bruce Bochy for the 2020 season. And I think he would be the perfect guy for this team. I would say let Boach ride it out in San Francisco and then bring Boach home. That would be really interesting, wouldn't it? Be great. It would be great. It'd be great. It it would be. I'm trying to think what other jobs could possibly be available Cubs. that Boach might go with. Cubs. Uh huh. Yankees. Could you see him going back east? No. No, but because of Theo. Yeah, I understand that. And Jason McLeod and but guys. But that means that, the Cubs really have to eat shit for Madden and get blown out. I don't think those two guys like each other. You mean who? Madden and Madden Theo? Madden Theo. I think Madden's a tough guy to get along with for a lot of guys. Yeah, but he wins. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. It's hard to I, fire I just, a guy that wins. I think Joe I think Joe knows what he is. Would I you mean, take Joe here if the Cubs blew him out? Uh, if Boach said no, yeah. yeah. But, uh, it wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, all things being equal, but but for me, my the the scenario that works, you're already going back to the Brown, right in yeah. 2020. It's at that time where really 2020 is good. This is the last fuck around year, right? This is it. I hope so. This is the last year where 2020 it's gotta matter, and Andy Green's not the guy. So in 2020. Knowing that he's available, clean bill of health. I know he's healthy. Um, that's that still has a house down here. Yeah, It'd be fucking great. It just would be great. The whole thing, and he's been there immediately. Commands respect as a three-time World Series champion. Yeah, and I just think would would connect with everybody on that team. And yeah, for me in 2020, Myers is out of here. A lot of those fucking team guys are out of here, but that would be fine with me. That would be a fun year. Then you're like, all right, now it's ready to go. Let's see what it's all about and see where the road takes you. There we go. All right, before we uh, we move on a couple other things, I want to mention these guys right here. I want to mention uh, Alan Taylor, of course, Taylor made pools, 20 years in San Diego. Taylor made pools is a place to go. What are you waiting for right now? It's December. You're trying to think, what is the perfect gift for everybody in your family? How cool would it be if you, all of a sudden one of your family members said, Guess what? The family's getting a goddamn brand new swimming pool. Yeah. Brand new swimming pool. It's going to be awesome. And the lights are going to be Dodger blue in the. No. The, oh, my God. It's going to look absolutely fantastic. You want Padre Brown in that pool? I doubt you do. No, you I don't. I doubt you do. Alan Taylor can do I'll whatever take, he wants uh, with that pool. San Diego though. Seals purple. That looks cool. I've That'd seen be- it. Actually, I've seen Alan yeah, Taylor it's do cool. it. It's really fucking cool. Yeah, I like that. You name it. Alan Taylor can do it all for you. Give him a call at Taylor May Pool 619. 619- Four four nine four four five two. If you have a pool that you just haven't used because it doesn't look right, he can fix it for you as well. Six one nine four four nine four four five two. Man, I love it. I really do. I think that's cool. And and the thing that I like, Dave, is I guess I'm just at a point in my life where I like seeing other people that are really happy. Yeah. And you see the reaction from the customers that have made that call to TaylorMade Pool. Look, we get it. That's a big commitment. That's not just going out and saying, hey, do I want a cheese pizza or a pepperoni? You're putting a fucking pool in your backyard, baby. But then when the guys come out and, God damn, it starts with the land mover and everything going on there. And I know how nerve-wracking, I can only imagine how nerve-wracking that is. I say I know how nerve-wracking it is because I had friends that had a pool put in in their backyard. And you're watching everything go on, and it is just unbelievable. But then slowly but surely, 
the pieces of the puzzle start coming together, yep. and it is absolutely fantastic. I love it. Check it out at our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Absolutely. Brian Curry talked to Brian today a little bit, just checking in. Yeah. Brian's uh, always doing great, heading to the holidays. He can do great things for you right now. When he comes to selling real estate in San Diego, nobody's going to be more successful than Brian. He can put you in the exact home you need to be in, whether you're getting looking for a bigger home, a smaller home. Find the right neighborhood that is great for your family. No matter what your age, he knows what will fit you right. Brian Curry's your guy. Don't forget as well, if you need someone to manage your property, he's in the property management business as well. Brian Curry, 619 619- Two five one one five eight eight six one nine two five one one five eight eight. You can also check out his website, BrianCurryRealEstate.com. Couldn't believe it today. He sent me a text message and he said, "Hey, I want to rent a boat for the parade of lights, and I want to bring you and your kids." And I go, "Fuck, that'd be great." And then I said, "You know, Dave coming down?" He goes, "No, I'm not telling Dave." <laughs> So it'll be great. It'll be me. Yes. Uh, Sandra Moss, Brian Curry, my boys, um, the entire staff from Rancho Coastal Humane Society. What about LaDonna? You need a big, nasty redhead at your side. Well, she's a redhead. I don't appreciate you calling my- Yesterday, you said she'd kick everyone's ass. That's why you keep she her on would. your side. She would. But name calling at the holidays is not appreciated. Okay. Uh, Brian Curry is my guy. Yes. And I swear to God, there's more and more I've determined I'm not going to live anywhere south of Del Mar. That's it. My kids. What the fuck are you talking about? You said your kids could walk from school to your house. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Is that out? Yeah. I'm going to transfer them. They can go to Rancho Buena Vista. Go to Torrey Pines afterwards. Yeah. No. (laughs) Jesus Christ. God, I almost fell for that shit. So sick of the the traffic at the at the split every night. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck it. I'm moving back to Encinitas. That's it. Move up there. They can go to San Diego. It's a great school. What I went just there. Happened to you? You just told me a million, and you told everyone else right here. I hate that commute. I don't want to deal with it anymore. So I'm gonna move north. And when's the last time you saw a major crime in Encinitas? I haven't. Oh I, no. You know what's funny? What? They found a dead guy in the creek by Moonlight Beach, and you know how they described him? He was naked with a really nice watch. <laughs> I was like, fuck, that's... <laughs> I spent my whole senior year of high school naked with a really sweet Vikings watch. Is that watch. true, the way they described Yeah. They said they found him in this creek dead, and he was naked with a really nice watch. Why would someone take his clothes and not his watch? Yeah, I don't know. Weirdos. Well, weirdos up there. But at some point, BC and I are going out. Oh, my gosh. We're going to go out. We're going to get some lunch. We're going to find a house. Can you imagine when Curry and I walk in? I just can't imagine when you tell your kids you aren't moving back to La Mesa. Fuck it. I not take this shit anymore. Nine-hour commute. These fucking pussies in this town can't drive. Shit. You won, okay? You fuck faces. You're 40 miles an hour driving around, humming Barry Manilow songs. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Weekend in New England's kind of nice. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when you move to Encinitas, are you going to need Daniel Tyler at Superior Fence? I'm going to need him, and I'm getting a pool. Okay, <laughs> good. He's up in North County. 
specializes in North County. We'll go all over, all over San Diego County, but you will make his life a little bit easier. If you move to Encinitas and you call Daniel Tyler at Superior Fence Company, 760-745-4846, 760-745-4846. Looks so good. Again, website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Click that sponsor page because we could tell you all about it. Yep. But it's when you actually get the opportunity to take a look at it and look at the difference that it makes when Dan and his team come out and immediately it looks better. But the the point that I emphasize all the time is, man, we live in a time when kids, man, Dave, I watch my kids all the time and my kids are now 11. They could not be any fucking dumber when they walk <laughs> through a parking lot because they're so busy talking and laughing and pushing, shoving that they never pay attention. And it makes my heart stop. We saw it last week. I came down to do the show. Dave's dog, Sugar, who I love, came out to see me, ran right out in the middle of the street. That's why, to me, I love the look of San Diego Superior Fence or, or Superior Fence, but you find them at sdsuperiorfence.com. But, man, I am looking at it now from a from a pet owner's standpoint. My friend Kelly and Gabe yeah. lost their pup, Riley, nine years old. Riley, the other day, snuck out and got out. I feel so bad for the person in the car because that's a terrible thing. But, yeah, it's a simple phone call to make. It's the safety of your kids, your animals, improving your property. What could be better heading into 2019? Absolutely. All right. And finally, I want to mention Kyle. Kyle's done a great job for us this year. 619-500-6621. That number right there will help you when you call Kyle and you need that brand new website yep. to help you with your business. Whatever you need done as far as websites go, he will do something for you that is a great design that you have in your mind, but also very clean. 619-500-6621. You're going to want to keep an eye on our uh, website. The shows are going up there. If you're hearing this tonight, you're getting it through Patreon. But if you missed anything... All the back shows are going back up to DaveAndJeffShow.com. And I couldn't be more fired up. A very, very good friend who has fantastic stories to tell is going to start being a contributor to the website, writing blogs, baseball blogs, Padre blogs that you are going to like. Don't even bother trying to guess because none of you would get it. I'm just telling you, the stories that this guy has to tell, I can't wait to read them. You're going to want to read them. So make, I mean, I don't even know. Do people make websites part of the favorites anymore? Do you save it? But uh, Kyle's done a beautiful job. And when this buddy called tonight and said, hey, you know, I have a lot of stories to tell. Yeah. I just need a place to tell them. Can I, can I use the website as an outlet? I go, you're goddamn right you can. Goddamn right. So that's coming, too. It's going to be great. All right. A couple things I want to mention before we get out of here is the NFL announced their Pro Bowl, okay? Mm -hmm. San Diego Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. They had more guys in the Pro Bowl than any other team. More yeah, they've had that before. To... Yeah, but remember I'm the, just saying. How many did they have? Seven. I remember the year they had 11. Yeah, and they won the Super Bowl that year. <laughs> they didn't win shit. They didn't win shit. Remember and, when they had 11? Yes, of course. But my, yeah. my the funny thing is, and I'm not sitting there talking because they have all these star-studded guys that made it. It is a very talented team, obviously, by how many guys made that the Pro Bowl. You know, at the same time, Telesco's done a pretty good job putting that roster together. You know, overall, Jason Verrett was dog shit and hurt all the time. Mm -hmm. But the Derwin James pick has been amazing. I mean, the guy is outstanding. By the way, Eric Weddle, Pro Bowl. Everyone oh, who wants to sit nice. there and go, he fucking sucks. No, he doesn't fucking suck. Derwin James is really good. 
Yeah. And guess what? It took three years to replace Eric Weddle. They're both good in the Pro Bowl together. Did a fantastic job. The deal is with this Charger team, what I find most fascinating, I always thought when the Chargers went to L.A. Mm -hmm. and the direction things were going that the Chargers were going to be one of those deals when the Chargers started winning, the L.A. fans would kind of jump on board. Mm -hmm. What has happened faster is when the L.A. Chargers started winning, the former San Diego Charger fans have jumped on board first. More people are now saying, it's just hard for me to give them up. You know, Philip mm -hmm. Rivers is my guy. This guy's my guy. It's the same uniform. I hate Dean, but I well, can't stop paying attention. And more and more you're hearing that Steelers game was big, but the Chiefs game was a game changer for so many fans that just, it's just too hard to walk away. They were never my team. so it. And you're it, wearing a Charger shirt right now. I just want to point out. I am. Yeah, I wear them all yeah. the time because – they were free. Yeah. Um, I have like 10 of these. If you had a Packers t-shirt, would you wear it? No. No way. Chicago Bears? Uh, Yeah, I'd probably wear a no Bears way. shirt. No way. Yeah, Bears and Lions. Take your soft Viking ass out of my garage right now. I'll wrap up the show myself. So disappointed here. I wouldn't wear that. a Dodger shirt. No way. You wear that, you you wear that giant shirt that Boach gave you? I gave it to my kid. I did wear it one time, though. Honestly, yeah. I did wear that T-shirt one. He gave me a shirt on purpose the wrong fucking size. Mm -hmm. It was a big fuck off. Not only was it a fuck off that he gave you a guiding World Series jersey, he gave me a T-shirt that wasn't the wrong size. Yeah, that's great. I mean, fucking A. I look like goddamn John C. Riley <laughs> in fucking Boogie Nights and shit my belly button showing. <laughs> he, uh, I like when, when Boach sends messages, hey, Dave, how are you? Why you? He loves it. That's great. Um, the fuck was I saying? They were never my team. But I remember a couple years ago uh, when I was sitting with Rosie and I said, I'm done with this fucking Padre team. I'm done and I'm going to be an Angel fan. Done with this shit. Yeah, you've said that a few times. And uh, and Rosie said to me, he goes, no, you're not. And I go, fuck you. <laughs> Thought of Rosie today because there's a, a writer in the LA Times whose name is Josh Rottenberg. Yeah. And I thought that would be Rosie's name if he was ever part of the NWA. Yeah. He wouldn't be Rosenberg. He'd be Josh Rottenberg. Where yeah. he worked at 91X. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he goes, you're not, no. He goes, you'll, you'll watch the Angels. You're always a Padre fan. And Dave, why that stuck with me is exactly what you're saying. I think why we are seeing, because the funny thing is, having covered that team as long as we did, Nobody really ever said shit about Dean. Yeah. Nobody nobody complained about Dean. Look, the the guy that you all complained about was Jeff Morad. Because Jeff Morad was a fucking dumb shit. And we flipped out about Tom Warner as fans because Tom Warner, when he owned the Padres, we freaked out about. Yep. But when we would sit there and talk about Dean as an owner... You know, Dean spent money on guys. They went out and, and got guys. Now, look, they fucked over Junior. They fucked over Rodney. There were plenty of instances where they did some shitty things. I'm not defending Dean. But what my point that I'm trying to get at is this. I think why you're seeing the anger and what feels like confusion because people don't know where to direct the anger, so it's easiest to do it at Dean because he was the guy who ultimately made the call. Is because I think a lot of you are fucking conflicted. Yep. I think a lot of you are fucking conflicted that you still have feelings for a team and you don't want to have feelings for that team. You, you're like, why? But 
I said to friends, I have friends that never once could afford to go out to Qualcomm Stadium. So they watch the games on TV. And really, when you watch the game now on TV, it doesn't look that much different than it did two years ago. Yeah. 17's playing quarterback. 85's at tight end. 28's at running back. Joey Bosa's there. And But I think that a lot of you are emotionally fighting a battle saying, uh, fuck, I, I, I don't want to like that team, but I can't stop watching them because... Yeah. I cannot become an Indianapolis Colts fan. I tried. I can't become an Angel fan. I can't become a Rams fan. I tried, but I just don't have the blood, sweat, and tears that I put in for 25 or 30 or 40 years that I put into this team. And fuck you, Dean, for running running me through the ringer. Yeah. Fuck you for running. Because now when your team's kind of good because of nothing you did, I should be able to celebrate this team. And when I see all these fucking phony actors that you're pulling in, playing my role, uh, fuck you. And I think, Dave, that's I think that's why you see all the anger right now at Dean because he fucked with all your emotions. If this team was, I, I just think the whole thing. I think when this team struggled last year, you were still invested. You were still mad. But they fucking broke up with you, man. They left you at the altar. Dean's your runaway bride, and you don't know how the fuck to handle it. And I get it. That's exactly it. So here's the deal. A lot of people hate Dean. Mm -hmm. If Dean sold the team, okay? Yeah. Sold the team, team stays in L.A., different owner. Do you still hate the Chargers? Um, You know why they're going to say they still hate the Chargers? Because they're going to say fuck L.A. They have this weird deal with fuck L.A. Yeah, it's really strange. There's so many people who who can't stand Dean, but the fact that he moved to L.A. more than anything else sold hurts it to a little Steve Ballmer. Yeah, he, he, no matter what, just say Dean's gone and and the Spanos name goes the way the Klein name went. You know, yeah, or Sterling, or, or or the Hilton name. Whatever happened to the yeah. Hiltons? The Hiltons disappeared. Yeah, where are they? <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. the, the, the Spanos family, the, the team stays in L.A. I still say as much as you hate Dean, it's it's just an excuse. You still are going to be upset because they're in L.A. So. We'll play the game all the way around. We'll make it make you think a little bit. Let's say the Padres were the team that left here, mm-hmm. and the Padres went up to LA. Yeah, now, I know ha- it sounds ridiculous. Would you hate the fucking Padres? Uh, David happened to me with the Clippers, and yeah. and you know the funny thing that I think such well, a f- okay. You on. love LA now, but back then you weren't doing the whole LA thing all the time. I you was, were a little kid, not a little kid, but you weren't driving. I wasn't driving, but I was taking the train up there. Okay. But here's the real funny thing, right? Here's the funny thing. And this is a lot of times why I don't have any fucking sympathy for the Charger fans. Because there was a much smaller group that was impacted by that char- by that Clipper move. But I was part of that yeah. fucking group. I you loved were the team it. photographer. I was. I loved that fucking team. I would listen to games on Kogo with Ralph Lawler, the whole shit. And oh, shit. what yeah. station were they on? Kogo. They were Kogo. Wow. With John Olive was uh, head coach of Tory Pines, was the uh, color announcer, and it was the Jim Lynham show. We loved it. And we crank called the Jim Lynham show all the fucking time. <laughs> that was great. But what did you say? I'd always call and ask Benito questions. I'd ask all kinds of what shit. A dick. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? You didn't help. But when that team left, I was fucking miserable miserable and when you mention that now and you go you know man i went through it in san diego 
Uh, I also went through it from afar because I grew up in the North Stars were my favorite team and they moved to Dallas. I fucking paid to fly back there to go to the Stanley Cup Finals in 91 when they played the Penguins. I, I paid to go. And they fucking moved. It was shit. Yeah. But the thing is why a lot of times I'm like, fuck you to the Charger fans is because when you say this as a Clipper fan, they're like, yeah, who gives a shit? Well, then I don't give a fucking shit. I'm telling you, I get it. Right? Yeah. But then when they're like, hey, you know, when you always talk about pain's pain, it sucks when your team moves. Yeah. I'm, I'm not bullshit. I love that Clipper yeah. team. Dave, the day that fucking moving truck left, I, I stopped following them. Was there a team that you said you would follow or you just gave up on the NBA? I pretty much gave up on yeah. the NBA because that was my team. Yeah. That was it. I wasn't going to be a Spurs fan yeah. or a Sixers fan. Yeah. Celtics or Lakers. None of those teams. I didn't care. I loved that team. That was it. Promotional schedule. What, what are we looking at? What nights are we going? What are we getting? That was it. And yeah. when they moved. And I will tell you honestly, uh, the NBA, uh, while I pay attention to the Wolves, I've never been invested in that league again like I was at that time when I was a yeah, kid. You loved them. Yeah. yeah. So I, I get Who's it. your favorite guy? Oh, shit. What happened when they trade? Because it's funny. I used to get Sports Illustrated. I was living in Nashville, mm -hmm. Tennessee at the time. Yeah. Now, I don't think I've been to San Diego, but one time my entire life up until that point. But I remember yeah. in Sports Illustrated, there's Terry Cummings on the front wearing a yep. Clipper uniform right. as Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I And then I, they trade Terry Cummings to the Bucks. But he had the heart problem. Yeah. They traded him for Sidney Moncrief? Was it Marcus Johnson? That might have been. That might have been. Um probably Walton, but it was one of those things where Walton was here was really fun. Uh, James Donaldson. I mean, yeah. you'd have to look up that roster, uh, the 83-84 Clippers roster. But my favorite guy was a guy. Uh, uh, you know who my favorite guy, was Dave, it? was? Number eight, Hank McDowell. And Hank McDowell was a big, tall, white guy. I believe he was racist. Of course. Give me a fucking break. Uh, Hank McDowell. <laughs> Hank McDowell was a white guy that did like uh, these monster 360 dunks and warm-ups. Yeah. And never once got into the game. And we would just sit there and yell, get McDowell in the game. They were down by 50. Dude, you're 100% right. He was number eight. Number eight. University Hank of Memphis. Yes. Dude, here's something crazy, all right? Tell me some of the guys on okay. that team. Well, I'll there's a guy on this team I know, which is so weird, okay? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the guy. So here you go. I'm going to go through James the roster Johnson, first. James Billy McKinney. I'm trying to okay. think of the this guys is, I know. This is the 83-84 Clippers, okay? Bill Walton. So here we go. I'm just going to go in order of uh, al alphabetical order. Okay? okay. Michael Brooks. Yep, loved him. Seven, okay. number seven. Number seven, yes. Ter yeah. Terry Cummings. 34. 34. James Donaldson. Uh, in the 40s. Maybe just 40 straight up. 40 straight up. Craig Hodges. Uh, Craig Hodges was great. Um, Craig Hodges. God, I'm thinking like 14, but I don't think I'm right you, on you're, that. You're close with the four. 24. 24. Okay. Okay. Now, here's the guy that was my student teacher when I was in fourth grade, and he'd come to my class every day. Willie Hutch Jones from Vanderbilt. Hutch Jones, okay? No now, shit. I don't, don't know how much he him. played. Yeah, he was seven feet tall. But I remember that guy came to my class every day. Him and I talked 
Yeah. And everyone else is freaked out because it's a seven-foot guy in our classroom. Yeah. And we're freaking two feet tall. But he was cool as shit. I didn't no idea he was on the Clippers. Uh, Hutch Jones, and then here you have Greg Kessler. Do you Greg remember him? Ke- yeah. Kessler with with Magic Johnson at Michigan State. 34? Number 20. Okay. We're, we're 20. Okay, so here we go. I'll go finish up. Kevin Loader. Nope. Okay. Kentucky State. Where the fuck? Hank McDowell's your guy. Billy McKinney. Yep. Loved him. Ran the point. Number one. Number one. God dang. What year do you think Billy McKinney was born? Fuck, dude. Time shit. goes by fast. Dude, this, right? This 19, is crazy, dude. Looking at these. 19. Just looked over. Shit. What would he have been? 1950? 55. 55. Okay. Norm Nixon. Yeah, Norm Nixon, 10. 10, 55, awesome. Fuck, yeah, Norm dude. was on that team. See, that was yeah. the other guy that I loved watching. Yeah. Ricky Pierce. Uh, I think that's my guy, 34. 25. God, shit. Who wore 34 no, on said that? it. You just named it. Terry Cummings. Oh, Terry Cummings. Okay, yeah. Okay. Derek Smith was a good player. Yeah. Do you remember Derek Smith? Derek Smith's dead. Yeah, 18? 18. Dude, I'm impressed. For a guy who <laughs> never says he's a number guy, you're Yeah, really good I knew this. that team. Linton Towns. No. Okay, number nine. Bill Walton. Yeah, 32. Yep. Rory White. We're almost done here. No. 12, and Jerome Whitehead. Oh, Whitehead is in the 40s. He may be... No? I don't know. 33. 33. Okay. Okay. Don Casey, uh, assistant coach. Don Chaney, assistant coach. Don Casey was the coach of that team. Okay. Yeah, when I moved to L.A., back to L.A. in 86, Don Chaney was the head coach. L.A. sucked. The yeah. Clippers sucked, I should say. At the sports arena, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, kind of crazy. You did a pretty good job right there. Pretty pretty impressive. For numbers on that team. Yeah. 30 and 52 was the record of that team. Didn't matter. Loved them, man. Absolutely loved that team. Averaged it, 111 points a game, gave up 114 points a game. They're fuck, right there. Dude, they're right in every game. Motherfuckers. Yes. What's it say? Home attendance. Do you get shit like that? Does it say attendance? Any of that uh, shit? I don't see it. Uh, yeah. Here we go. God dick. 6,000. <laughs> They for the season it doesn't say what they average, but for the season they had two hundred and eighteen five hundred and thirty four thousand twenty two out of twenty three out of twenty three NBA teams they were the twenty second for attendance yeah 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 I mean you're looking at fucking what the fuck was everybody what's wrong with you people dude it's like five grand a night oh Dave it was so fun so fun loved it yeah and that's the thing man so when. When you guys look at it and you go, the Chargers fucked me and everything else. Yeah, I, you got fucked first. I did. Nobody called the police. Nobody did. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you fucking brought that up. Okay, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I'm doing the attendance math in my head. Do it. It's under. It's, do they average 2,000? Well, is that right? That no. can't be right. Hold on a second. No, you got to do that 200 divided by uh, 41. Okay. 218-534. Divided by 41. Oh, that's why I fucked up. You're right, dude. I did. I did eighty-two. Well, yeah, five thousand three hundred thirty. Yeah. God dang it! Look at that. Um, I have a new favorite thing, and then um, then I got one other thing for you. But go ahead. So, I didn't even realize the other day, and it's funny. Every now and then, I'll listen back to make sure I didn't say anything too bad that's going <laughs> to get us sued. Yeah. And so, like the Patreon app, you can just listen right through my. Like right through the car radio, right? Just like the Bluetooth yeah, thing. Yeah. So the other day I had my sons out and we were talking. We were you know, mentioning like uh, YouTube. Yeah. Right. Sometimes there'll be music and you can play YouTube songs right through the car radio. And I was just sitting there and all of a sudden I said to them, oh boy. And they go, what? I go, give me a second. 
I pulled the phone up, Dave. Download, go to the Play Store, Google Play Store. And again, this is for parents out there, especially if you have boys around my son's age, which is 11. I pulled in the scanner app. And I pulled in the scanner app, and I pulled up East County, San Diego. Yeah. Dave, I'm telling you, your fucking kids think you're in a police car because you are getting the police radio coming through your radio. Dude, it makes me so nervous. I can't take it. I hate it. All right. Hang on. My kids and I are fucking having a blast. It's Sunday, right? So we have the East County Sheriff's thing up, and we hear call come in. And it says... Uh, Adam 12. Didn't say Adam 12. <laughs> but what I'm going to do tomorrow is I'm going to print out a list for each of them of the police codes. So they're each going to have the police codes. So when it says 450 going on, they're going to have their fucking list where they can look at it and go, oh, shit, it's right here. I already yeah. got this figured out. And then because I'm a better dad than a lot of you, not only am I going to fucking print it out, I'm going to take it to Kinko's, spend a buck and a half, have it laminated. Laminated. Fuck yes. <laughs> so, fucking stuffer. Laminate the police coats for your kids. Yeah, this is why that fucking douchebag that tried to pass judgment, I'm like, dude, go talk to my fucking- Who was past ju- passing judgment? That fucking cocksucker on Twitter. <laughs> Fuck that guy. And then I love the other day when he acted like he doesn't pay attention to us. I'm like, dude, all you wanted to do was come down here and fucking jerk us off. And then I told you you're a fucking douchebag. And now all of a sudden your world's wrecked. It should be. You're a fucking dink. So I'm driving my kids. Yes. And we hear that the guy, it's about three o'clock on Sunday. The guy at the caliber auto body repair on East Main showed up for work. And all of a sudden, there's a guy in the building walking around. And the guy walking around the building doesn't know what to do. So my kids and I are just coming out of Parkway Plaza. We hear it. And they go, whoa. I go, yeah, it's funny about that. I go, that's about five minutes that way. I go, we should go see what the fuck's going on. (laughs) They're like, let's go. Let's go. So me and my boys watch the whole shit. They just yanked his canine unit. Yeah. Took the guy right out. It was outstanding. And my sons were going absolutely bananas. Now, here's the other thing. What I loved. What we did was we had a great time, and they thought the guys wearing the badge, like our friend Jim Bentoncourt and everything else, yep. were fucking great. It reminded them to back the badge. We are very big believers in back the badge. And I said to them, Look, if you're that dude that came here, you don't know what the hell that guy's doing. If he's got a gun, a knife, or anything else. And I said, those guys in that, and I said, that dog's a police officer, too. I said, they went in and rescued that place. And I said, they took that sack of shit, got him loaded up. No, I always cuss on here like I cuss, and nobody ever says, hey, yeah, I heard you say to your kids, hey, let's get the fuck over there. I don't. I do it strictly for this show to make all of you nervous. Um, it was fantastic. My kids thought it was the funniest thing ever because yeah. we're driving around and it just sounds like you have the police radio on in your car. And they love that show, The Rookie. That's good. 
So we're going to do that. I'm going to give them because we're going to L.A. for four days. And I just told him, I said, look, take a nap Saturday afternoon because overnight Saturday night we're going to be in Compton. So you told him, and then you say, at night we're just going to go to Calabasas and turn it on over there and we're going to hear shit. <laughs> just crickets. We're going to go to Compton. We're going to go right there and get some hush puppies. <laughs> we're just going to sit right there on the curb and yeah. hang out. Have fun. Jesus Christ. I got to tell you, right now we're watching... For the love of the game, okay? Uh-huh. With Kevin Costner. Now, usually when you see a no-hitter or a perfect game, there's like one amazing defensive play in that game. Yeah, how many were there in this game? Like 18 of the 27 <laughs> outs. It's fucking ridiculous. It's a great movie, though, right? It, it, Underrated it, it, movie? It, you know what? why I like this movie? And, Vin. Well, Vin's, Vin's absolutely awesome. But I do like this movie because... I always tell kids, I said, when you're really good at this game and, the, yeah. and, you, and you're into the game, you won't hear the crowd. Yeah. And when he always says, you know, basically, um, I don't use the, the exact term, but basically it's telling it silence is what he's yeah. saying. And he's able to sit there and block everything out or calm the mechanism or something he says in there. And then it's just, it's cool to see what it looks like to pitch at Yankee Stadium the way they do it with Vin talking is that part's awesome. The thing Kelly that, Preston's awesome. I love Kelly Preston. Uh, did they have like Steve Lyons in the booth yeah, with Vin? It was ridiculous. I bet Vin was like, "What get are this, we doing?" Get this, Vin, what should he want? Get this guy the fuck out of here! It is, hey, <laughs> Sam. Jesus. You're done. Oh my gosh! All right, before we go, now we're trying to get this thing to work. And, I, and oh my god, can we please go? Ahead, I'll let you set it up. Well, I'm going to say this too. I want to thank our friend Christy, who listened to the show last night. By the way. Twitter today was so goddamn funny. It was good today. There was about 20 things that made me laugh. My, there were, I'll give you the top three. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Russell, who is over at 97.3, with Matt Scraby, two guys that we worked with at 1360. Matt Scraby wrote that he's had it. Like, hey, we don't need another Superman movie. Yeah. And Jim Russell said, hey, you know what? We don't need you to tweet anymore. <laughs> All that shit. Just And I said to Russell, I sent him an immediate message. I go, that was so goddamn funny. I couldn't take it. And he goes, did you see him? He just took his beating he and did. quit. He Put just his tail quit. between his legs. Fucking scrape. He walked away. Struck me so funny. The second thing that made me laugh so fucking hard today was from H.J. Preller. Because H.J. Preller sent me a message and said, hey, I'm wondering about the logistics of 1090, 1700, and 105.7, like as far as leasing and equipment and a lot of really great question. But yeah. I told him, I go, I just don't know the answer to it. And he writes back and he says, God damn it. I'm just trying to figure out how many more commercials Dr. Shaffo has to purchase <laughs> to keep the lights up. So that fucking struck that me funny. funny. Yes. And then the other one, in no particular order, that made me laugh today was from our friend Miserable Padre fan who said that he was honored to be invited to our media party, but he's decided that he's not going to go. And he said instead he was going to sit outside and throw eggs <laughs> At every car that had Alabama on it, because he figured one of them had to be yours. <laughs> and then they said, uh, so I told him, hey, I'll buy the eggs. And then he's like, hey, fuck you. 
I heard you invite me and then uninvite me. I'm going to throw him a year card too. Um, that shit was great. And then the final thing that was awesome on Twitter, and this was the best thing that made my whole day. And and I was thinking about our friend uh, uh, Bree, bitter SD fan. Molly Knight wrote a really good book about the Dodgers a couple of years ago. I think it, it's not Moneyball, but okay. best team money could buy. Yeah. Remember that book? I think I own it. Yeah. And she was saying on Twitter yesterday, she goes, you know, I'm having a bad day. Would you do me a favor and send me a picture of your dog? Dude, I saw that. More than 700 people sent pictures and you go through and you see it and there's big fucking yellow labs and boxers and pugs in blanket. It's the fucking greatest thing ever, man. And like I said later, 98% of Twitter is complete shit. Yeah. But it's that 2% like the like the 700 pups being sent in yeah. that and brings me what, back every day. And you see what fucking Costa did? What that asshole I'm having did. a bad day. Send me a picture of your tits. And I was like, oh, guy. shit, Mike. Fucking guy. Oh, guy was cross line. Then I looked at zero. You fucking idiot. Zero. <laughs> fucking jerk. He uh, <laughs> he lost his shit at me today. <laughs> he lost. Can I tell this story? Go ahead. So Mike lost his shit at me twice today. Actually, I took you and Woods out. Okay. So the first thing that I did was he goes, hey, uh, he goes, man, that's pretty fucking scary about the guys at 1090. And I said, he goes, fuck, man, I'm worried about Woods. And I go, yeah. I go, if that fucker doesn't figure it out, he's going to be back in Cantori's garage and working overnights at the tortilla factory. <laughs> so I send that to you and to Woods. And Mike goes, holy fuck. Oh, that's what he said. And then he goes, uh, then he goes, how's Dave doing? And I wrote to Mike, well, he said he's back working the glory hole, but it's not any fun. He still gets the quartered, but not the enjoyment. And Mike just writes back, OMG. <laughs> That's it. So I cut that and I send that to you in yes. once. And uh, I go, I just said this. So I write back to Mike. I go, I just sent this to Dave and Woods. And he goes, dude, that's not the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, uh, yes, that's the thing that nobody understands. There's about 25 yes. guys. I would say there's probably about seven guys in the inner circle, yeah. but there's about 25 to maybe 30 guys. Everybody from Bernie Wilson, Darren has smartly taken himself out of this group. Yes. Woods, Costa. Is he Wilson on the boat? Yes. <laughs> what does this bird come to? With Grossman? With Grossman and Kaplan. Kaplan. I'm like, what the fuck does happen in this town? Look at these guys. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, we have such, amongst all the guys in there, uh, like I said, Matt, Matt Scraby, Jimmy Russell, those guys, all of us know each other. Yeah. All of us have the mentality of a 12-year-old boy. And any way we can cheap shot the other guy, whether it's on Twitter, fucking around with Ben yeah. here the other night. It's a lot of fun. It's all part of it. 
and then all of you get all emotionally involved in it. Start picking sides. Hashtag and team whoever. Team Scraby. Like I saw a guy today. We had talked about 1090, whatever. And all of a sudden, uh, we look in. Some guy's like, well, good. Kaplan and Marty can get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. It got ugly quick. damn it. It got ugly quick. Those are friends of mine. I don't want Kaplan and Marty to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, they're going to be fine. Let's be honest. They're going to find jobs really quick. They'll be fine. But yeah. Coming to a station near you is what it yeah. should say. Uh, can, and this will be the final thing. On Pete the, Fox is fucked. Oh, he's fucked. <laughs> he's going right back to calling IKA World Kickboxing with Blinky Rodriguez. <laughs> um, there was a whole long thread today about ratings and numbers that they do get, numbers that they don't get. Here's the numbers that matter. The numbers that matter are the streaming numbers. And we don't see those numbers. Yeah. Management doesn't share that with the talent, and they're smart not to. Because all of you that listen on the radio, I don't know if any of you have an Arbitron personal people meter. I don't. So I've never I'm, seen one. Yeah. You ever seen one? No. Nope. So if I'm listening to Darren's show for 20 minutes, technically Darren should get two points for that. Yeah. But he doesn't. If I'm listening to Kaplan on my drive home, same thing. Should get two points. Stevie Woods driving in. They should get it. Two points. But they don't. But when I go to work and Darren's got AJ Preller on and I listen online, bing. That clicks. That's a number. They know exactly who is listening yep. and how many people are listening, either through the app, through the website, or anything else. So, yes, you can still look at the numbers. Just and- the way we, we understand who's listening. Right. We're able to know exactly how many people are listening. And from where? Yep. So, yes, it is a little weird that they're the last three English-speaking stations in the market, but those numbers don't tell a story. The numbers that tell the story are the streaming numbers. You're listening to this show through an app. You probably listen to those shows through an app. We get our numbers. They still might be the bottom three, though. Not to say they're in one, two, and three. They might be the bottom three. Could I mean, be. I listen to country music through apps all the time, all day long. Um, but I'm just saying the one point or the zero point seven or whatever it is on Arbitron. Yeah, it doesn't tell the story anymore. No, it's not accurate. That's the thing. It's just and, not. It's not telling the truth. And I don't know how many of those guys from any of the three stations. But also, to be fair, they can't see what the other guys getting either. Thirteen sixty doesn't know what ten ninety streaming. True. Correct. Correct. But I would not put too much into it um, regarding the Arbitron numbers. Oh, fuck it. All three stations suck. Enough. (laughs) Let's just move on. They all suck. That's really good. Where are you going to be working January 3rd? Here. I'll be right here. Oh, yeah, with you. With you. You and Brock Halter? Yeah, me, Brock Halter. I'm going to bring in Miserable Padre Fan to sit right over there. I'm going to bring in Pete and Point Loma to sit right there. And we can do a round table. <laughs> I might listen to that. I like those four guys. You know, honestly, I was thinking we should have done a, a last show of bringing in. You pick one person, I'll pick one person, and we'll stick a mirror for one last show for the we year. We got a chance next week? Yeah. All right, let's go. Who are you picking? I was going to go Miserable Padre fan, but I don't want to walk into my, in my driveway and Throwing egg and my cars. Way to go, dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, Pete and Point Loma needs to come, one way or another. He's your pick? He'll be my pick. I wouldn't uh, take miserable Padre for him, but honestly, it's a lunatic now. Now he scares me. Um, so let me think so about. So go ahead, because Pete Point Loma was your guy. 
next Sunday night, the 30th. Or oh. a week from Sunday, the 30th. Okay. Sunday the 30th. All right, Pete and Point Loma, that's an invite to him. Uh, do you have a fourth mic? Okay. Yeah, we do. We have a fourth mic. Uh, I would like to bring in... Hmm. I like this game. I would like to bring in... Who makes me fucking laugh the most on... We're just A doing, lot of them really good. Whatever. They make you laugh or they have something to say. Maybe we're missing something on the state of San Diego sports. Because that's where we're at right now. San Diego yeah. sports. I would like... Um, hmm... Yeah, the, the ones who make me laugh are, they're all really funny. They're all good. Uh, if we're doing Pete and Point Loma, shit, give me a couple names you're thinking of. I tell you, for me, when we did this yesterday, I asked you, you picked Pete and Point Loma. I picked Miserable Padre Fan. I would take those two guys right now. There are a bunch of guys I would take. There's so many guys. I'd like to I take somebody. Mics. I was just trying to think You can somebody. bring in multiple guys and have guys rotate in and out. I don't care. I was trying to think of somebody from the female demographic. Would Maggie come down here? Would uh, Rose come down here? Would Jane Lutgren come down here? Right? Yeah. yeah. You want to open it up and we'll, we'll say... Think, we'll think about it. You got a week to put something together. How's that? All right. So maybe we... More than that. A week, more than a week and a half to figure it out. Would uh, Gavin and Billy? They'd be great too. Yeah. They're, they're, they're endless. There are a bunch of people that would come on. So here's what I'm... You tell me if you're open to this. I'm open to it. You pick anybody. I'm open to multiple people. You can rotate them in and out. I don't care. But we'll no, give one. We'll, we'll do one hour. We're gonna do a one-hour show. Yep. And we'll just get a few of you in. I think if we each draft five. Wow. Okay. Why? If we each draft five, that gives uh, everybody. Actually, why don't we each draft six? Then everybody gets ten minutes. Okay. You wanna do that? That's fine with me. All right, we'll each draft six people. My first, uh, Pete and Point Loma, you're drafted from me. Dave, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take... take Miserable Padre fan. All right, that's in. Okay. I'll take... Well, 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 hell, I can't sit and go right through it. I got to think about it. I don't want to name someone out and go out to grab this guy. Give me... We'll, I'm going to take... We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do. We'll, we'll throw it out there. You guys respond to us on Twitter if you're interested in coming and doing this. We'll uh, do it right into my house. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write in two more for me right okay. now just because I want to make sure they're here. Go okay? Ahead. Pete and Point Loma's in. Billy is in. Billy, oh, yeah. the quarterback, because those guys played fucking football together. They're from Point Loma yep. together. And uh, and the one guy that I don't know if he'll make it down, but he has been fantastic for us on this show is Gavin. Yes. Good call. So those are my first three. And you got miserable Padre yeah, fans? four already taken care of. All right. So we got to figure out. Um, we'll figure out the other six spots. Okay. We'll, we'll work on it. And put it through. If you want to come down, what a great way to end it. I love it. We've okay. talked about that for people coming I thought you down. I going to shoot my idea down. No, I love it, man. I think it'd be really fun. I think a bunch of you, I and you're all Patreon guys, yeah. too. The Patreon guys. So especially those guys that have been in and been a part of it. And fuck, I don't know. Maybe there's some of you that say, I don't want to be on the mic. Can I just come hang out be the audience? You open yeah. with that? I'm fine with it. Yeah. Don't look around how many seats we have in here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we'll just tell Walchef to send the food down? Yes, he always does. He always does. Be great. Yes. Um, no, I'm a, I think that'd be fantastic. If you guys are available Sunday night, uh, the 30th, we tape at about 7.30 in Eastlake. Yeah. Uh, we'll go for an hour, and if you can be down, be a part of it, uh, let us know. But the guys that I talked about already, Gavin, uh, miserable... Uh, Padre fan. Yeah. Uh, who else do we say? Pete. 
Pete, you guys are in. Uh, that's it. Follow us on social media at Dave Palais. Follow me at Jeff Dodson. I would also hope that maybe we get. Sorry, I let the dog in the house. Hold on. I got I got two things for you. All right, let me hear it. Before you sign off, okay? Let me hear it. One is the next time we see each other, or by the time we do a show again, those those college playoff games will be done real quick. Oh, shit. Yeah. Alabama, Oklahoma, who do you have? I got to go Alabama, dude. Clemson, Notre Dame, who do you have? I'm taking Clemson. Okay, me too. So we're set right there. Want to bring up this too? This is one of our favorite things, all right? Because I got to post it now, and I'll forget about it. Okay. Okay. I was hoping you'd set up, but when you and I did the show on Fox Sports, okay, did the national show, mm-hmm. there was a commercial that used to run oh, nonstop. Shit. Okay. okay. I want you to set this up. All right. Our friend Greg Bergman, who I fucking love, man. He uh, maybe Bergie will get to drive down here on a Sunday night. That'd some be cool. night. Um, because I hope some other people will come down and hang out too like Katie and others, but we'll see who we can get to come hang out. So Greg Bergman, who's now the producer of uh, Mason, Ireland. Yeah. And we just fucking love him, man. He's such a good dude. He was our producer at Fox Sports Radio. And when we were sitting there, Dave and I were in San Diego, a handful of times we do it in L.A., uh, Greg would be in L.A., and we would just talk down the line during the breaks and this one fucking PSA would come on all the time. Public service announcement. And the three of us have gotten fucking the biggest kick out of this for four years. I don't know who wrote this script. I don't know who approved this script. But if you ever see the three of us talk about Jessica or Jessica called or anything else, uh, this is what it is. Listen to this PSA. And that will be the way we end this show uh, with our friend Jessica, as a tribute to Greg Bergman. Dave, uh, have a safe and Merry Christmas as much as you can. You the only thing that. I would tell you is that Jake would say, do your best. And I think that's what you told Jake every day of his life yeah. is do your best and do your best. For all of you out there that have done so much for this show, love and support from us. Uh, for you and your family during Christmas. It's been incredibly humbling to meet so many of you, to hear from so many of you, and and especially a shout-out to a couple of friends that will stay unnamed that are fighting their own personal battle tonight. Look, um, whether we've talked to you or we haven't talked to you directly, know that we care about you. And as much as we fuck around, we're going to play a very insane <laughs> PSA to end this show for a laugh. But, man, 2018 has been a year like no other. And so on the 30th, we'll bring some of you down into the garage to hang out. We'll kick this fucking year in the nuts and get rid of it. But for right now, as we go into Christmas, Dave, take care of your wife. Take care of your son. All of you take care of your families. And uh, we'll keep the conversation rolling on social media. And then we'll see you back here on the 30th. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Is Megan there? Sure. Follow me. The kids are in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Julie. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Megan. Hey, Megan. Yeah? You're a total freak. God, you're ugly. And dumb. Oh, and your makeup makes you look like a tramp. Tommy Morris told me you guys made out. Everybody knows. The whole school knows. He said your breath smelled like garbage, and he almost puked. He says you're the most desperate girl he knows. And that dress is totally hideous. You look like a big, fat clown. Disgusting. 
Oh, and by the way, nice zit. If you wouldn't say it in person, why say it online? Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it, don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council.